Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. NFL season in the books with Super Bowl 58 yesterday. Pitchers and catchers report Wednesday. It's a perfect time to head out to the WGK Law guest hotline where we're joined by our own Cordell Woodland. And Cordell, good afternoon. Thank you as always for jumping on with us. So I'll ask what I've asked others today. Uh, I guess, how frustrating was it yesterday watching uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey running for about four or five yards of pop and realizing the Ravens could have done that a couple weeks ago but chose not to run the ball? Yeah, I mean, I I think uh, when you're the Niners and you have a a guy like Christian McCaffrey who, you know, leads the league in rushing and is an MVP candidate and is the best running back in the league, I, I think it's easy to stick to the run when you have a guy like that. Um, the Ravens did, didn't get that type of production from the running back position. Now, uh, I mean, I'm not excusing them, giving their running backs only six opportunities to carry the ball in an AFC championship game, but um, I think it's a totally different situation when you have that stud like Christian McCaffrey back there. You going away from the run is just not even an option at that point, whereas for the Ravens, their leading rusher is their quarterback. So, you know, I, I just think it's easier to lean into the run game when you have um, running backs that you can, that you believe can eventually uh, crack the dam. Um, and in the, in the Ravens' case, they don't have that right now, especially since Keaton Mitchell went down. Cordell, we were just talking about Andy Reid uh, prior to the break, where he is all time and wins and playoffs. Uh, where, where does Andy Reid rank for you among head coaches? I mean, he's top three for me in my lifetime, uh, which is about 35 years now. So, I mean, I still got Belichick up there at one. I know people probably feel a sort of way at him, especially considering how his career went after Brady left. But um, you just can't erase six Super Bowls for me. So Belichick's up there. My guy Joe Gibbs is still up there. Three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. I mean, you, you, you earn your respect for that one for sure. But Andy Reid is in that group. He, he's in those three guys' group uh, for me. I mean, Andy, to see what he's doing with the Chiefs and to see the level of dominance that he has been able to have, um, especially in this Patrick Mahomes era. You think back to when he was in Philly, and, yeah, they were consistent faces in the NFC Championship game, but it took them a while to win it, and even once they did, they weren't able to overcome the, the beast that were the Patriots at the time. So this level of dominance that we're seeing – um, right now from the Chiefs, it, it definitely puts Andy top three for me. Anything else that we kind of just take away from this whole playoff it, 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 
from an NFL level as extrapolated to the Ravens? Any lessons we learned that we didn't kind of already know, or or is it just the further cementing of Arrowhead as a dynasty? Um. Well, yeah. Number one is we we have to stop looking for reasons to get rid of the Chiefs. I mean, they, yeah. I think we we've all fallen victim to that. Mm-hmm. This this year is a is a case in point of that. I mean, so many times we were looking for reasons to count these guys out, and yeah, they had weeks where they weren't their best selves. Um, but they they showed you it's a marathon, and to that point, I, I think you watch Kansas City, you watch their entire postseason run this year. And they they always stayed calm. They always stayed calm, even when they were down. They never really, uh, you know, changed how they approached the game. They didn't make any drastic changes um, to their game plan. Um, so to me, it's just the fact that they are they have really embodied this idea of the ebbs and flows of not only a season but an NFL game. Last night is proof of it as well. I mean, so many different things happening in that first half. They're down. Uh, two scores and they they don't even flinch. They don't even flinch, man. They they just continue to stay the course. They stay at their pace. They don't kind of speed their clock up. Um, and I think that is something to admire to just have that confidence in yourself that you will be able to battle back and get back into the game just by being yourself. We're speaking to Cordell Woodland. It's Inside Access on the fan. While Cordell looking ahead, pitchers and catchers report to Sarasota on Wednesday. What are some key storylines you're looking at uh, in spring training? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, for me, I definitely want to see how healthy Dylan Tate really is. I mean, I think his health status will be uh, key for this bullpen this year. I mean, obviously, the uh, they, they made the trade, what, a week or two ago to kind of uh, solidify their rotation. But for me, the question mark now becomes that the middle of the bullpen, what, what's going to happen there? I'm assuming Tyler Wells will maybe be the odd man out of the rotation and end up in the bullpen again. But Dylan Tate, for me, if he can be healthy, that'll that'll make me feel even more uh, confident because I like Cano. I like Cano in the setup role. But he had his moments last year where it was a little shaky, and I don't think they really had anybody else that they could lean lean on at that time for those types of roles. So if Tate is healthy, that gives them a little more flexibility, I think, in the bullpen. Cordella, are you cool with the roster as it sits? Would you like to see them make another move, or are they set in your mind? I think they're okay. I, I think they're okay. I think, uh, you know, I'm not saying that they have to finish the season with this roster. I'm I, Really, my idea of saying that they're okay is with the idea that eventually they will make more moves um, in season. But, I, I've, you know, I've kind of just locked into the idea that a lot of their capital, capital is tied up in the farm system right now. So that's going to be how they go about acquiring talent. There are some bats out there. I know you've been homering the J.D. Martinez train uh, all, all, all season. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, uh, there, are, there are a couple of free agent bats that are out there that they could definitely go sign. And I think they'll look at that. We saw them do that the last couple of years as we got closer to spring training, bring in some of those veteran bats. So wouldn't be surprised about that. But in terms of any long-term type of moves, I'm fully anticipating Mike Elias making more trades with some of these young assets that he has to improve this ball club as the season goes on. Uh, Orioles 
repeat as AL East champions if you had to go if you had to dig into your wallet and 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 think about placing a, a Commandos futures bet uh-huh. or maybe just instead uh, going going Orioles to win the division are you there uh, I, you know, the Corbin Burns trade, man, that, that really pushed me, that, that really pushed me to the right, you know, a lot. Um, because I, I was very quiet about the rate, the, the Orioles mm-hmm. all season, um, because it was nothing to really talk about, to be honest with you. But, um, that Corbin Burns move really did a lot for me. And I'm not saying it's up there, you know, it matches the Juan Soto move for the Yankees or anything like that, but I still think that the Orioles are the most complete team in the division from top to bottom. And and they've got guys that they could call up, obviously all, all position guys, but they've got a lot of them um, that they, they can call up throughout the course of the year. So I think that they can handle some, some injuries, some setbacks, some people getting off the slow start. So maybe it's because, you know, I'm looking at it, you know, a lot of what the Orioles are doing compared to the rest of the division, but I, I, I still believe that this is a team that's still the best all around team in the division. When are you shaking up sports again? Uh, I'll be back on tomorrow from 7 to 9 to try to get into the offseason, transition to baseball now, and put a bow on the NFL season. Awesome, man. Thanks as always, buddy. buddy. We'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. Coming up next, a little purple rain in the forecast, and we'll talk about the Ravens and what could have been this year if they stuck to their identity in the AFC Championship game and how hard will it be to get back. We'll discuss next year on The Fan. Inside Access on the Fan. 1057 The Fan. Severe weather alert. Torrential rainfall expected. Purple rain. Inside Access to the Castle with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. Just, just because we work so hard, you know, um, it's a long season. And for you to get all the way to the door and no one's home you know like stuff like that you knocking on the door no one comes to answer and that's what it feels like you know because we was right there and I feel like we just need to take it up a notch to, to be where we need to be and once we in there I feel like hey, we're gonna bring it home you know no doubt in my mind whatsoever I don't care who in front of us but we got to get there first and it's a game at a time like I always say you know and keep the naysayers going keep us being the underdogs you know Shout out to the Flock Nation, because without you guys, we ain't flocking. We're not rocking in the stadium, so we need y'all, man. <laughs> That's Lamar Jackson. Sounds like after he won the MVP and he shouts out the Flock Nation, but to be quite honest, uh, things got flocked. They, they weren't the underdogs here. Yeah, they got flocked up with the AFC Championship uh, game. That uh, thing got, what, three and a half, four points it yeah, got to? Yeah, yeah. And they lost, Jeez, and they they lost the plot. They lost the game, and they probably were watching, or if they chose to watch last night, and like, hey, you know, run the ball a little bit, maybe, especially when they're in nickel and dime, fifty to sixty percent of the time, you might have some success. But they didn't, and they missed their opportunity. They did, um, and they did it not being their best selves, not giving themselves a, a, their best chance to to um, compete, survive, and score one more point than the opposition because that's ultimately what it's about. You don't care how you get there. Um, and and unfortunately for them, nobody embodies that more than the Patrick Mahomes Kansas City Chiefs right now, and they're far from going anywhere. Um, but I think there are similarities between the way the Ravens lost and the way the 49ers lost, and it starts by, by turning the ball over. Um, you can't 
you can't do it. Even being equal with them in the turnover department's not going to be good enough. Uh, more times than not, it's the the situational management of the game by the head coach, both through making sure that you're burning clock that just it, it doesn't come back. When those seconds are gone, they don't come back. And there's a time and a place for a two-yard run and a three-yard run, you know, and a four-yard run and a one-yard run. And now it's a first down and the clock's continuing to move and you've you've taken at least three or four minutes off the clock. There's something to be said for that. And Kyle Shanahan got away with it. Um, sorry, got away from it, didn't get yeah. away with it. You have to be on top of everything from a strategic standpoint and you can't be worried about the third possession of overtime if it never comes that that can't be your justification for allowing Mahomes to be in a scenario where he knows exactly what he has to do to continue that game and exactly what he has to do to end that game and end the season and grab the chalice again um everyone's got to be at their best or most people have to be at their best all three phases Anything less, you're 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 going to lose. There's one active player now who's knocked these guys off in the playoffs. It's Joe Burrow. That's the that's list. the list of people who beat them in the playoffs. <laughs> you, it, there is the similarity between the Ravens and the 49ers with beating yourselves, doing things because think of it this way: Christian McCaffrey fumbled in the red zone. Where they were going in, they were going Running right, it down down, their right down the field. Gave up points there. Then you have the punt that goes off the dude's leg. You gift-wrapped them seven points mm. because they scored on the That was their first play. touchdown. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, that that's a possible 14-point swing. And it just can't happen against Patrick Mahomes. And then you have the coaching blunders of... Yeah, they got away from the run, talking about Kyle Shanahan, the 49ers, and why did they uh, uh, take the ball in overtime? I mean, they were just so – you just can't make mistakes beating yourself against well, them. You know, I started to think about this last night, and I don't think I brought it up earlier in the show, but the word I think of now with Patrick Mahomes, especially in the playoffs, is inevitable. It's inevitable that he's going to make a play to – to break your heart or break your back. So you better do your damnedest before then. You can't let him get the ball no, last. No. You cannot let him get the ball last. If he's within, eight, like, hey, if he gets the ball last and you're up by yeah. 24, yes, great. Then they, or great. you're up by 14 and there's if, two minutes left, you're it, probably all right. You yeah. might not be, but you're probably all right. Yeah. He and can't beat you with one drive. No, yeah. it doesn't <laughs> happen often. Um, and I do wonder if moving forward we'll look even more and say, man, that was the chance. Because the that off that 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 front office is really good, really shrewd, really smart. Um the odds of them having that same tackle situation be that shaky next January. Receiver too. Probably not. The odds of them not having complimentary receivers who other teams would want, let's face it, anybody, McCole Hardman, I mean, like what what MVS gave them are those better guys in those roles next year, probably. And the defense is really young and it's really mm. good. And they'll bring Chris Jones back. They have to. How do they? they? They've got. They'll find a way to bring Chris Jones back. And the linebackers are really young and really good. And the corners are studs and they're young. Yeah. And good. Um, the pass rushers, Karloftis, those guys are emerging, and they'll probably add a little bit to that mix. Um. And look, Andy Reid has grown and evolved as well. 
Like the days of being able to sit back and nitpick, and not even nitpick, because you'd be right. To predict ahead of time, Andy Reid might get a little pass happy. Andy Reid had a lot of Kyle Shanahan in his system for a long time. Didn't want to run the ball. But this proved to them this year, by them being able to do it, and this kid's only in his age 28 season, and they did it with defense and volume in the run game and keep it simple, stupid, and methodical drives and almost no explosion plays and very little splash plays out of the quarterback. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I mean, now they, they don't need any sort of template. They, they, they've done, there's already different iterations of this dynasty, well, as and long, it's still just beginning. Well, as long as you have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid... Like they traded Tyree Kill and every, and, and I was among them. I was wrong. I said that this thing's broken. They've won back to back Super Bowls without Tyree Kill. I, I but to, to your overall point though, I mean that that's why you know everyone is always going to look back at this year and you think what if for the Ravens and I'm not saying Lamar is not going to win a Super Bowl. I think he will. That being said. I don't think that he's going to have an easier path than this year. Well, it's tough to project it. You had everything in front of you. You had the AFC Championship game at home, like the first time in franchise history. Well, it's just, just between that, the Chiefs being soft, Joe Burrow was banged up, Steelers didn't have a quarterback, every quarterback in the AFC got hurt, yeah. the coaching staff intact, the roster, you know, DaCosta batting a 1,000 on one-year minimum-type deals for veterans. Like, yeah. everything broke Right, not everything, but a lot of things broke right for them. Until Sunday two weeks ago. Hey, coming up next, Terps. They played Ohio State on Saturday, Ugh. and man, it, it it wasn't good. We'll recap oh, next. Coach, what's the coach have to say about this? <laughs> oh, yeah, let's hear from Coach Willard. Well, that's next here on The Fan. We had, a, we had our chances. I, you know, we missed... Uh... Dante misses two free throws. Drew misses four free throws. Um, JY had a couple shots at the end. Um, you know, give them credit. They made they made some tough shots at the end. And you know, uh, I, th- I thought you know 
we got to come up with a way to get stops. You know, Northwestern did it to us. Uh, now Ohio State did it. Rutgers did it to us. Um, sometimes we just let a little bit of our offense go back to the other end. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, unbelievable effort. Um, you know, we just we're a free throw here or a shot away here. It seems like it's been the whole year. That's uh, Kevin Willard after the Terps lose at Ohio State 79-75 in double overtime Saturday. Before we start to discuss, I want to let the people know, 410-583-1057. Fifth caller, two tickets to see Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper on September 10th at Jiffy Lube Live. That's courtesy of Live Nation, 410-583-1057. Call in the WGK Law. Guest and caller hotline, you get two tickets to see Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. But we heard Coach Willard after the game. And yes, they did miss free throws and regulation. If he hit one, probably oh, they the game. missed a bunch. Uh, Juju Reese started five of seven. He yes, finished he five of eleven from yep. the line, missing four in a row. And two of them, if he hits one, they might have won in the first overtime. Instead, they lose in double overtime. Uh, and uh, yeah, they, it's the same old story. Three guys are scoring most of the points. Yeah, it was another tough watch. Um, another game they easily could have won, but they they haven't made a point of winning close games or managing close game situations. Um, I was really baffled in real time about the substitution patterns and really the lack thereof. We've reached a point in the season where, let's face it, the NCAA tournament has become much more of a pipe dream than um, a reasonable goal, and he needs to look at people beyond these the big three who play almost every minute of every game, and in a 50-minute game, Jameer played 48 minutes, Dante Scott played 47, and and Juju played 49. Like, um, Yet we didn't see anything from Traore, the final 11, 12 minutes of regulation, plus overtime. And he had eight points and five rebounds yep. and was the only guy really contributing and adding energy and playing above the rim and showing a real knack on the offensive boards for getting um, rebounds. And yet he doesn't get off the bench down the stretch. This team was put together in a in in a Frankenstein manner. Let's be real. They're, they're, they're lacking a lot of parts that should fit together. They're lacking attributes that modern college basketball teams, frankly, in many cases, take for granted the ability to hit three pointers. Uh but I don't understand how he's managing these situations. But it's worse than just it was put together in Frankenstein manner because we were sold a bill of goods. Jamie Kaiser's a shooter coming out of high school. This guy's going to be a big-time player. Uh, we were told uh, Sean Harris-Smith was a one-and-done. Like, this guy this guy could be an NBA player in a year. None of that has transpired, and Lamoth could be a, a, a role player. He didn't even get on the court. Like, it, this was supposed to be a team that was better than the team a year ago that got to the second round of the NCAA tournament and is colossally worse. And they they not only are bad, they play with a low IQ. And you're absolutely right. The coach doesn't help them either. No, I mean, they had a chance to call a timeout and script a potential winning shot at the end of regulation and overtime. And both times he kept the timeout in his pocket and carried it to overtime. And then the two timeouts he called in double overtime, both of those possessions ended in a turnover. I mean, this team... Ohio State led for five of fifty minutes, and and the one score games they're one and seven. I mean they just can't close out games, and part of that is a lack of talent, but part of it Kevin Willard has to wear. Well, and look, let's face it, Ohio State was the dregs of this conference. Yeah, yes. oh yeah. their bottom was falling yeah. out for them. Like this was their chance. Are we going to try to maybe salvage a little something, or are, are, are we maybe not going to win another game for a while? 
and they showed guts, and they came back, and Maryland obviously couldn't put them away. But I don't like. I would love to have some truth serum as to what's really going on in Willard's head right now, because continuing to ride three guys who I don't think Juju's going to be back, no matter what. No, I, I I said this earlier. I've got this bad feeling that you think it's bad now, Scott and Young and Geronimo, whatever you think of him, they're all gone. Why is Juju coming back? He's either going pro or in the portal, play right. somewhere else. And then the three freshmen, how could any of them be happy right now? And that's Kaiser, Harris Smith, and Lamothe. If they all go into the portal, what's left, Traore? And again, I thought he was the biggest bright spot. Like, I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll see something new in this game that I don't already know. I know they're probably going to start slow. I know they're going to turn it over more than they can get away with. Like... I know I'm going to look at the box score and be like, my God, Jahari Long played that many yeah. minutes, and and what what did they get out of that? But like, Traore was the bright spot. They were winning offensively and defensively with him on the court. He was a plus eight. He was getting rebounds. He brought energy. Like, and my takeaway is he didn't play him the final twenty minutes. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. I didn't get like, it how all. can that be? Like, were you that desperate to try to beat Ohio State that you, like, I, I, if he's not playing the kids now, what's it going to take? If he's not playing it moving forward, yeah. I mean, this this season is unraveling. So now it's unraveled. It's, it's, about it's unraveled. Yeah. They're, they're like, they've lost three in a row. They're five and eight in conference. They, they're they not going to the NCAA tournament. No. I, I think the unraveling, I said this earlier, we talk about it circling the drain. It circled the drain Saturday early afternoon or late afternoon in Columbus, Ohio, because it would take a miracle right now no, for them to go dancing in March. So that's a, so it's unraveled. No, they, these three, they, they, this just did it. I mean, this was they had they had built themselves back to a chance where we documented. You, you've got a part of your schedule coming up where maybe you go three and one. We're thinking the loss might be Illinois at home. I don't know if yeah. you're sweeping them, but you know, can you split with Sparty? Yep. Can you beat the worst team in the conference on the road, Ohio State? Well, you had two road wins already, which is more than last year. So maybe you could. You know, like and Rutgers. Rutgers is a game you got to win, and they couldn't score at all against Rutgers. They couldn't score 55 points at home against Rutgers. I know they're a good defensive team, but you're at home, and they don't score. Like So that's out the window now. Um, and there's not any positive buzz about this recruiting class, no? They got All they got is, I think, Malachi Flynn is the only one that committed. Is that Malachi? I think it's Flynn. Like They're still waiting on Derek Queen, Queen, who has not committed anywhere. Now, the good news for them with Queen, Indiana stinks, too. Like that, that that coach might get fired. So, like, if he's picking between Indiana and Maryland, well, maybe Maryland's got a shot now because of that situation. But if everybody else leaves, yeah, why would he? Like, this is well, look. It's going to come down to again basketball operations and how do they spend their money? Because if Juju leaves too, then let's face it, they've also got a blank slate in terms of who's getting real yeah. NIL money. Yeah, right. Like. Between who they let go last year, right, Martinez and Hart, and now these three leave, mm-hmm. I would think you'd have a lot of money to lure people here. You got to lure the right people here, and you got to build a team of complementary parts, not redundant parts. None of whom get off the bench. Yeah, like, don't tell me you, like you said. Don't tell me you got all these young shooters and none of them play. By the way, Geronimo didn't even play Saturday. Did you miss him? <laughs> well, no, because he's redundant. With, yeah, exactly. With, yeah, like, he's yeah. Dante Scott. Yes, he was. 
without the scoring. And by the way, Scott, to your point, ran out of gas at the end. He had no lift. He played these guys 50. It's a 50-minute game. They never left left the court on a night where you had another big who was actually, or quasi-big, who was contributing. Yeah. I Make it make sense. Uh, It makes zero sense. And uh, yeah, this season... (laughs) It would take a miracle. They're they're back in action against Iowa on uh, Valentine's Day evening. It's a late start, eight thirty tip, which means pregame coverage starts at eight thirty tip, which means it'll probably start around nine seventeen, depending <laughs> on what game is before them. Yeah, because they'll will. hold it up. Yeah, seven thirty pregame coverage right here on one hundred five seven. The fan will come back, get the text of the day, preview tomorrow's show, and get you ready for BFD at six here on the fan. Usher was the halftime show last night. I got a call from my dad this morning. He said, I didn't like the halftime show. And I said, Dad, you're you're in your 70s. This wasn't for you. Did you enjoy the halftime? I thought it was good. It was awesome. Oh, come on, dude. I I, I told you guys what I I didn't really see it. From what I heard, it was good. You were busy. Are you an Usher guy? I don't have any issues with Usher. Usher's awesome. I mean, I don't like go out of my way to listen to Usher, but I don't have any problems if Usher comes on. Alicia Keys. Also, I like her. Usher. Yeah. Getting a little tight and close with yeah, Alicia Swiss, I, Keys. I, I Swiss yeah, Beats. Swiss Beats might not be happy. Yeah, that was, uh, was, uh, that was something. Luda? Luda Chris is Little John? And I saw, I I mean, saw Luda on. and Little John. Now, yeah. at one point, though, I didn't like see this part of it, but uh. I've seen an image of someone... That I thought was CeeLo, but it's apparently not. it's Jermaine. Is that yeah. Jermaine Dupree? Jermaine Dupree. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. And and H-E-R was playing guitar. No, she was awesome. Yeah. I just, I didn't recognize Jermaine Dupree. I'll put it that way. Nah, he was not looking like he used to. Yeah. That's fair. Well, no, in fact, he produced a Fishbone album yeah. once. Oh, really? Yes, he did. Big on the Atlanta scene. It's, uh, Chim Chim's Badass Revenge. Oh, sure. Ch- exactly. He, he produced Chim Chim's, Chim's Badass Revenge. Revenge. I did. did not know that. I'm today years old. I know you didn't. That's yeah. why I'm telling you. I was a big fan of Chim Chim. Ah, uh, let's get the text of the day. <laughs> I something I want to say. I'll say it when we're done. Check one, two. <laughs> I'll tell you guys. Remind me to say what I was going to say. All right, guys, uh, going back to our conversations earlier about the Orioles, this comes from Hector in Falston, uh, with the Orioles having such a deep farm system. If you were going to make a trade in order to better the team before spring training, would you trade for starting pitcher depth, another solid reliever, or a power bat in the lineup? I, I like a couple. Like I wouldn't mind, and, and they're so good at finding these guys. Like They found Coulomb right before the start of last season. Yep. It didn't cost them anything. But getting another arm or two wouldn't, wouldn't yeah. bother me. In the no, bullpen. I mean, you know, bullpen. look, what they did. Who was my old guy? I was trying to think of him the other day. The dude with the dead fish changeup who was oh. great for a while. Uh, like, God, obviously, the way they found Robinson. Uh, Robinson. The way they found. Oh, who was Cano, the dead fish? The way they found Cano. Valdez. Cesar Valdez. Cesar Valdez. Like, they, they, you know, like, even, like, Solcer and what they turned him into, and then he's Cold turned Solcer. into something. Like, I just think they're going to continue to be able to find Valdez. Like, Cade Povich, you know, uh. Chase McDermott, are, are they both going to be starters for this team? 
Probably not Seth Johnson, the arm yeah. they got from the Rays, who I think is going to be a starter for them. But maybe not this year, his first full year back from Tommy John. Does he become a relief thing the second half of the year? Justin Armbruster had a really nice season in AAA last year. He's not going to be a major league starter, but he has two-plus pitches. Could he be an interesting seventh-inning, eighth-inning guy? I just think there's – or just a swing man, yeah. a guy who can, who can be that sort of Keegan Aiken or that Austin Voth who you stretch him out for – you know, when he's on eight outs, seven outs, like I, I don't, like I, I don't lose sleep about that stuff. Nah. You, guys, you guys remember when people were upset when they traded Cole Sulcer and Tanner Scott prior to? Oh, oh, they were we, upset we, when we, they we, traded <laughs> Richard Blyer. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, yes, those yeah. were those were yeah. salad. And Tanner tusks. Scott has pitched <laughs> yes. very well yeah, yeah, for the yeah. Mar- for yes, the Marlins. Yes, like, he has. Yes, he has. And what Zach and Pop was there for a minute? Zach, Zach, Pop, Zach, yeah. well, Zach Pop, they let go of the Rule Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we have on tomorrow's show? Tomorrow's show. Got a golf guy. We got Cynthia Freeland. We got Rita Hubbard. We got a golf guy. Yes. We got... Is, is it uh, Lee Trevino? And I'm missing... Uh, uh, Buck Martinez. Buck Martinez. Buck Martinez. Buck Martinez. Well. Yes. Is, is it Rory McIlroy? Is it Eldrick, is it Eldrick have, Woods? Do we, have, do we have Bill Barnwell? No Bill Barnwell. No Bill Barnwell. No Bill Barnwell. Why? Hmm. No. That'd be good. Was that a joke? No, I like Bill no, Barnwell. He's a just, smart guy. I, just, I, I don't know. Random. Smart guy. Smart guy. Well, you know, we, we haven't had him in a long yeah, time. Yeah, we have not I had him in a long time. I think he's above us. Bill's, yes. Bill's busy. Yeah. Well, we yeah. found out that yeah. he used to be friend of the show. Yeah. He's now, kind now of he wants above your, us now. Yeah, how about that? Pay him in Canadian dollars. I didn't Anyways. see that guy. Yeah. Anybody got 50 bucks? Yeah. I didn't see the backstop making a heel turn, but it happened. Wow. That's crazy. Stuff happens sometimes in the big city. Anyhow, BFD is coming up next. Keep talking Ravens football. We'll be back tomorrow, too, here on The Fan. (laughs) Inside Access. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 